Listen. You only think you know Cinder Williams, co-host of the PPC radio show and the Melanated Morning Show. You've seen her in films with some of the goats. You may have even heard her sing her way to the top. You don't have to judge the book by its cover. You can get the book and read it cover to cover. I'm talking about Pink Panty Confessions by Cinder Williams, available in paperback and digital format in all good bookstores. I would probably look in Amazon. Pink Panty Confessions, the book. Cinda Williams here, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 37 of the PPC Podcast. I've been really appreciating my siblings and all their beautiful strengths. And on that note, let's get on with it. am the eldest of seven wonderfully unique siblings. I have always been amazed at how different we all are. I'm the oldest. My brothers are kind of in the middle. It's really weird. Okay, so I'm first. Hassan is second, so he's kind of a middle child. Frederick is third, so he was a baby. But then Monica was born, so she was kind of like another middle child. And then came Sadika, who was like the baby. But then came Megan, who was like another middle child. And then finally came Mackenzie, who was the baby. But we're all so different. And I never really thought about how our positioning in that age range could have possibly affected our characteristics or our personalities. Well, my guest, filmmaker and nonprofit organizer, Marlene Russell, was a middle child and explains how she got through that and used her experiences as a middle child to make her life explode into positive success. Everybody, introducing Marlene Russell. Marlene Russell, welcome to the PPC podcast. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Uh, I'm so happy to have you. I met you, ah oh, man, I guess it's been a month ago or now, or something like that, at the uh, film festival in Chicago, uh, the Tyler Missum Festival. Uh, for those people that watch the radio shows on Grown Folks Radio, know that Andrew also is. A cast member on the Melanated Morning Show. But anyway, he's got this awesome film festival. And Marlene was one of my favorite guests uh, with with your film. But we'll get to that. Let's let's get into you. So you live in, in the Atlanta area? I live in Atlanta um, by way of Seattle, Washington. I've been in Atlanta 20 years though. So I can consider myself a Georgia peach. 
right. All right, Georgia Peach. So, um, <laughs> so you were born in Seattle, huh? Well, I was born in New Orleans. I was three months after being born, we uh, relocated to the state of Washington. So I was raised in, in Washington state. Oddly, I don't know. You are the first person that's black that I've met from Seattle. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's all kinds of black folks out there. I just have never met someone. Uh, wh what was it like growing up? So Seattle is a really good place um, to raise kids and, um, and it's a good place to visit now for me. But then um, for me, the difference between the Northwest and the South um, are people who are genuine and people who are not, you know, to me, there's more genuine people in the South mm -hmm. versus over in the Northwest. Okay. okay. And I just, you know, you don't want to live your life with a bunch of ingenuine people. <laughs> so yeah. I, I took off. I said, you know, I, I'll come to visit. Hmm. Okay. So, okay. Let's, let's like really get in. Who, who were you as a child? Tell me about your, your growing up and, and what that looked like. I was a middle child. I was, um, in the middle, two younger brothers and two older sisters. And my mother actually was, she had six kids, um, but we did lose a sister, but we did gain one through a marriage who was actually the same age as my sister. She, um, uh, you know, joined our family as a sister to replace, not necessarily to replace my sister who passed, but mm -hmm. she did. Um, passed away uh, when I was very young at a young age and he has some liver issues due to alcoholism, which I felt was hereditary in our family. So, so, but yeah, he, he, you know, the doctor told him, you know, you either quit drinking or you're going to die. And he's like, not going to quit drinking. And I was about five or six. So I lost my father to that. And once I learned that, you know, growing up in the middle, being in the, of the middle child, you know, mm -hmm. so there was always some type of um, issues with me, um, maybe being considering myself a black sheep, things like that. But it was a great week. It was a great childhood. My mother, who has relocated to Atlanta now um, to live with me so that I can help her out in her older age. But and she just made sure we we didn't want for anything. So, you know, we lived in an area where there was a majority Caucasians. We were raised in that area. So those were the, the ingenuine people though, for me. So people that weren't not melanated, white folks. Cor huh? Correct. All right, so, you know, I've always wondered about, I've heard such great things about Seattle, but I never really spent any time on the Northwest to know what the people are like. Uh, I, I tend to like to know what people really believe and feel, right? You know, if they like me I, and, and they let me know that's cool, but if they don't like me, I wanna know that too. Mm -hmm. And I find that a lot of places, non-melanated folks are not as honest as in the South. Yes, 
Okay. And you okay. are correct. And that they're going to say, you know, you stay over there, we stay over here. This is our neck of the woods, that's yours, you know. And if you're if you're, you know, confronted with them, they're they you know how they feel. You know, it's, it's genuine. Whether mm -hmm. good or bad. Right. Yeah, I, I prefer that too. So okay, so you are an artist. So what in your childhood, do you think anything in your childhood led you to that? To Definitely. Mm -hmm. Definitely. My mother um, was a, a famous singer in the, six, in the 60s. Uh, her name is Marva. She was she sang with the Marvells. She, um, my father played the drums from, from Marvin Gaye, Joe Tex, like several people he played the drums for. So I have a musical background which means entertainment. I started my journey in the entertainment business, in uh, in the music business. So, uh, so I was the founder of a nonprofit organization, and it was it's a self sufficiency incentive program, which kind of is something that you, you people will find by meeting me. I I feel like I'm always an advocate for something to come together. Mm -hmm. um, something, someone, something. But uh, so the nonprofit was a self-sufficiency incentive program, which actually was founded um, by experience, which all, anytime someone creates a business, they have some type of experience in it. Uh, whatever that, you, you know, whether they, they're trying to solve a problem that they once faced or, you know, someone close to them faces, it's always a problem that they're trying to solve that they have some experience with. So myself, um, self-sufficiency incentive program. And then um, I turned that into, it was a nonprofit. So we did an annual fundraiser where we allowed independent artists to uh, perform in front of, uh, you know, music executives for um, a possible chance for a record label. So that happened here in Atlanta. It was called Out the Trump Music Festival. Mm. Um, and it was annually. We did that for about five years before I went back to school to receive my entertainment business bachelor's. And that eventually led me into the television and film industry. And then I went to receive my master's so that I can make sure that I run the business properly which is uh, Life Gym Productions. Life Gym Productions? Yes. All right. So what is, so you, you know the business, but what are your, what's your forte in, in film and TV? So I'm the, being the creator, I, my forte are documentaries and reality shows. Okay. I, you know, I specialize in documentaries where I can take someone's life and and uh, put it on the screen and make it come to life in front of everyone. Uh, so documentaries or and or reality shows, which is similar to it's a true reality situation that we are um, filming and in hopes to transform these individuals some type of way. And, and the same with the documentary. If you, even if someone says, "Hey, I want a documentary uh, recorded of my life, my past life," even with it being 
uh, recorded and on a platform for people to see that puts you into into another level. It, it pushes you into another. It's like having a book written, you right. know. Right. So it, it allows people to dig deeper into who you are. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've been here getting that a lot. You need to do one of them shows. <laughs> <laughs> you should. You should. Yeah. Oh, we going to talk. But anyway. <laughs> so, okay. Okay. So being that middle child, how did that serve you? How did, how did being in the middle, you know, cause I, I know my, like I have, I have three sets. There's three sets of us. I'm the oldest. Then there's my brother Hassan and my brother Fred. Hassan was the middle child of the three olds. Then mm. came my sisters um, in the middle. Uh, but Monica was kind of like the middle child because we were the oldest and then Sadika was the baby. And then I had two more. So it was always a middle child. And you could see the difference in the children that were middle. They had more uh, struggles in certain things. And because they weren't given the respect of the oldest or whatever, or the responsibility of the oldest, but then they weren't babied like the, ch- the, the youngest either. So yeah. how, how did it serve you? What did, how did you grow from being a middle child? So me being in the middle, I think that that has a lot to do with my position in life, being an advocate, you know, because I am in the middle, in the middle, I was always closest to the person underneath me and closest to the person right above me. So if there was a gap, between the two of them, I was the go-to. So I was always someone who um, felt, I was always someone who felt like I was skipped by the, by the parent, mm-hmm. but, I, but I created my, my, my uh, communication with the two closest to me, mm-hmm. you know? And we, uh, we were best friends both ways from the, the ones on the bottom and the top. Mm-hmm. Um, the others, you know, not so much, but we're, we're mm-hmm. all, you know, but those two were, um, you know, they were my uh, confidants. I never thought my- about that. I never thought about that because that's just exact. My brother, who's right under me, I'm super close. I'm close to all of them. I'm super mm-hmm. close to him. And then my sister that's in the middle, that's really in the middle, I'm super close to her. Those are the two that I talk to more than anyone. Mm-hmm. And I know ne- it never dawned on me that that, it, that could be part of it, the fact of their positioning in the family. Really yep. And I had two. Now my oldest sister didn't have that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And but and my brother had the person under him. Mm-hmm. But I had two. So and and I needed that because again I was I was skipped. My mother felt like she tr- trained taught me things, but my oldest the sister that was older than me taught me simple things like shaving your legs. I was like, I know it never showed me how to do that. You know what I mean? My mother didn't. So I was like, who showed you, mom? I was like, okay, well, I didn't get that. Right, <laughs> right, wow. So she showed me, you know? She's like, this is how it goes, you know? So I had to find, uh, and, and you know what, how, how it has turned out is that I've been uh, very strong. I've learned to be strong, um, stronger than most because I didn't have the pampering. I didn't have the... Um, you know, like they did. Mm-hmm. I, she, I didn't get pampered or anything. It was like, oh, go out there and get it done. 
mm-hmm. sis, and you know, let me show you how this is done. This, you know, mm-hmm. so I, so I ended up going out there and getting it done. But I've learned more struggles. I've had more. I'm stronger. I, I'm able to to deal with a lot more than they are. Mm-hmm. So yeah. That's that, I, that I've learned a lot. I mean, I've never thought about it. You know, being the oldest, you don't think about that. I mean, I noticed the difference between the middle children versus the youngsters versus the older. But I just, I, this has been very helpful to me as a um, as a person, that objective person watching. Uh, so that is so cool. So before we wrap this up, tell me about. I, I watched your film in the uh, in Tottenham Film Festival, and it was called Switched. And mm-hmm. I thought it was such a wonderful documentary and opened up a really passionate conversation. Can you tell the audience a little bit about it so they can find it and look it up and support you? And then we'll wrap this up. Sure. Mm-hmm. So The Switch, it is a documentary, which is a look into the lives of those who have crossed over the political party line and how it affects African-Americans in, in America. Um, the the, the concept of it is to allow Democrats, Republicans, independents to who have crossed over the political party line to listen to the other party. Um, during 2020, there was so many um, controversial issues with African-Americans um, who had become Republicans, you know, because of the party of Donald Trump. People just felt like, you know, you can't possibly support this party with this leader. And a friend of mine happened to be um, someone that was close close enough to me for me to hear her as a black Republican. So I don't know if I would have heard her or listened to her had I not known her, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but I was able to listen to her and understand some of the things, some of the great, points that she pulled uh, to the surface um, of, of us who have voted, you know, Democrats mm-hmm. all of our lives. Mm-hmm. So nobody's going to hear it. No one's going to listen unless you uh, have the opportunity. So this documentary is giving them an opportunity to listen to all of those great points that are being pulled up. And it's also giving the the Democrats an opportunity to, I'm sorry, the Republicans an opportunity to hear the Democrats and some of the great points that they pull up and how it and how it relates to African-Americans in America. I thought it was so. really, I thought it was well done. I, 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 I'm an independent. I, I, I believe in choosing who's best, not a party. So mm-hmm. I could relate to it and I really appreciated the conversation that, that came of it. So where can people find the movie? So Amazon Prime mm-hmm. is where we're going to release it. We have not released it yet because we were waiting on some other prospects, but I feel like we're gonna lose our con- we're gonna lose our timing if we don't release yeah, it. You need to do so, it now before the twenty twenty two. Yeah. That, that, that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. So I already have it. Um, I have not pushed the date. Matter of fact, I've been super busy. I have not put the date down. But in the meantime, everybody can definitely um, find out information about when that's going to happen at, on our Instagram. You know, we, we keep that daily. It's called mm-hmm. The Switch Documentary. 
It's on Instagram at the switch documentary. All right. Well, thank you, Marlene, so much for, for giving us your time today. And we can't wait to have you on the PPC radio show on www.thegrownfolksradio.com October 13th from 2 to 4 Eastern. Remember? Okay. Yes, 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 yes. I'm <laughs> like, I have to make sure. I was like, yeah, we- yeah, you better make sure, girl. Because live. That's live and with a pen. So, and I'll be there. And I'm going to be on the road somewhere. I think, I think at that point, I'll just be leaving Texas on my way to New Mexico because I'm driving cross country. So I don't know where oh. I'm going to do the show. I got to find a place to stop and do the show. Oh. I'll probably be on the Drive safe. I've taken that ride. It's yeah. beautiful once you get in Arizona. It's such a yes, beautiful. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. It is. It's going to be a nice trip. Anyway, girl, thank you so much for your time. I am really impressed with you. And I thank you for teaching me about the middle child. I'm going to do, <laughs> more, do some more studying on that. Yes, uh, thank you. Yeah, we're a little bit more resilient than you all. We yeah. can take it. Well, no, I don't <laughs> know if you're more resilient than the Otis. But, but, <laughs> but maybe the problem. Maybe the baby. <laughs> <laughs> all right honey thank you all so right much. thank you guys for having me mm-hmm. all right Middle children often feel excluded or ignored because of their birth order, but honestly, what I've seen is that many of them become successful mediators, just like Marlene, and peacekeepers, and just strikingly independent. They often fill in these roles in society where their loneliness and struggles become the gateways to very satisfying lives. Just like Marlene suggested, they truly are amazingly resilient. Well, that's it for another PPC podcast. Thank you again to Marlene Russell for being a great teacher to me this week. And I would like to also say, if you want to see more of her, join us on Wednesday, October 13th from 2 to 4 Eastern on the PPC Radio Show on www.thegrownfolksradio.com. Or you can watch us live on Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube, and other platforms. Thank you again to DJ Kid Disco for his music and his beats. And also thank you to all my beat makers. Well, that's it. God bless you all. Until next time, that's a wrap. App, 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 app. PPC, PPC, yeah. PPC, PPC, CPC, yeah. Hi, this is Cinder Williams, and I want to tell you about the PPC Radio Show. 
every Wednesday from 2 to 4 Eastern on www.thegroomfolksradio.com or live on Instagram, Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. We bring this wonderful show where we bring the guests from the PPC podcast and Shelly Shell Williams and I have long conversation with them. Jenny Graham is our art therapist and she gives us our gems for the treasure chest. And every once in a while, we are so blessed to have Craig Engel come in and give us some financial therapy. And then DJ Kid Disco is always with us producing it and doing his phenomenal music mix. So I hope you can join us on the PPC radio show every Wednesday, 2 to 4 Eastern. See you there.